Are you rooted? In this installment of The Grind Defined, I'll explore the difference between superficial connection versus true rooting and much more. So get yourself ready to take a journey through this grind right now. family and welcome to the grind defined Tarola michelle here certified spiritual mindset coach and professional ghostwriter helping prospective authors take their manuscripts from pause to publish by presenting concepts that empower writers to define their grind you know that whole writing process unapologetically on their own terms topics here identify eternal disconnects simplify misaligned mindset moments and capture clarity so that a blueprint can be created that magnifies your greatness and captivates your readers. Listen, <laughs> ooh, wow, tonight, tonight, tonight. Okay, so I'm just gonna go ahead and dive right into this. Uh, you know, I have a colleague of mine. His name is Ambassador Everett Robinson. He is uh, a colleague of mine on Love Radio Network. Both of our shows are on that network, but uh, Everett and I, we go back a little bit further than that. We were on a radio network together years ago when he was doing his show, The Final Authority, which is um, is fire. You know, Everett is a, a, a brother of Christ. He just, he's all about kingdom building and everything that he talks about is powerful. And, and what I love about Everett is there's no additional fluff. He's speaking specifically from the word of God. It's not a bunch of his opinion. It's, it's not a bunch of, of innuendo, none of that. And so anyway, um, Everett's been doing this thing for a long time. Actually, when Everett and I were on a previous network together, before Love Radio Network, I was actually, uh, I had a show of my own. I was a host then, but I was also the program director for the network. And so Everett's show, like many of the other hosts, on that show. Those were shows that I would had the pleasure of being a part of behind the scenes, not with Everett's uh, content so much, but from the production side uh, with his show and some other shows. And so we managed to stay connected over the years. And it's just truly extraordinary uh, what Yahweh has done in his life, how he's grown and how he's just feeding the people. So anyway, I was a uh, privy to a show that he had on Clubhouse. Uh, he does, uh, it's not necessarily the final authority, but he does different presentations on Clubhouse. And I was I was privy to one of those uh, shows and it was, it was fire as usual. And after that show, I actually reached out to Everett because I wanted to have a conversation with him. During the course of our conversation, what he described, the way in which he approached a challenging situation that he came across because you know any of y'all that have been on clubhouse platform you know that people on clubhouse is some of it is about the exchange of wonderful ideas um some of it's about coming together as community but there are always the trolls and there are always the negative people 
who want to take and put a negative spin on things for things uh, for some people that's just what they do that's what they do and that's how they roll well they came across the right brother <laughs> in ambassador everett because when he says that he is true to this actually he hasn't he hasn't had to say that to anyone some people you can tell within their walk their dedication their commitment he's true to this he is not new to this and so the way in which he addressed people coming for him in a negative way it was the perfect example of what it truly means to be rooted and when i talk about being rooted in this episode i'm talking about being confident and steadfast in what it is that you're doing what it is that you believe so much so that there's a dedication there is a persistence there is a fuel that comes from within and this unwavering push that you get from this fuel the fuel was ignited because of your consistency because of your ability to stay so focused and 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 to um remain sold out on your vision your purpose and what it is that you're doing that that's what i'm referring to i think that uh we see a lot of different things that are talking about uh morning motivation uh inspiration all of these different external factors that we will use to help to keep us ignited to keep us focused to help to build a sense of passion you know it's for us to become married to that thing and in this episode i want to talk about consistency being the starting point the the point of creation for motivation motivation is not something that you're going to be able to sustain if you're looking to be motivated outside of yourself i don't think that any of us are going to be able to sustain that without having an internal flame that we're able to create and to be able to create that internal flame that you can tap into all the time at will of course there is a spiritual component of that because what i'm talking about or actually the idea when i talk about rooting of course that comes from scripture so yes there's the spiritual component of that now i think that's that's the main element of fuel that you would have but even aside from that we're operating from a carnal space in this physical body in order for us i believe to be able to tap into that at will and to be able to keep that spark even if it's not ignited consistently and constantly if it starts to dim just a little bit to be able to pour some gasoline on it i believe that consistency is what builds motivation and what keeps that there and it's kind of hard to be consistent with anything it's kind of hard to ignite a passion with that passion comes just this flood of ideas it comes that 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 light starts to come from within that shines on other people so that you can keep that thing lit because i think that each and every one of us as i've said many times before we were created to be of service to others and we were all equipped with that secret sauce that special something that we have that no one else has that we're supposed to bring forth well <laughs> in order for us to be able to tap into all of that there has to be some roots 
and what it is that we believe and what it is that we're doing. So without further ado, let me go ahead and glide right into this episode entitled Rooted. Now in the intro, I spoke a little bit about scripture. And uh, for those of you who um, are not familiar, or maybe it's been a minute uh, since you've read over this, I'm talking about Matthew chapter 13, uh, verses, I believe it's 18 through 23. And I'm going to go over those with you before I get started today, because I want to lay a little bit of foundation of what made me think of this. And then I'll get back to a little bit more of what I was talking about with uh, Ambassador Everett. So verse 18 of Matthew chapter 13 starts like this. Um, Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. This is the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The one who received the seed that fell on rocky places is the man who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since he is not, since he has no root, he lasts only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, he quickly falls away. The one who received the seed that fell among the thorns is the man who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke it, making it unfruitful. But the one who received the seed that fell on good soil is the man who hears the word and understands it. He produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. Now, in order for any of us to create some roots in what it is that we want to create, in what it is that we believe, the seed for what it is that we believe in, it must be sown in good soil. It must be. And so that parable that talks about building, the building of that relationship and that faith in God, that's what I get from it. When I think of this, I think a lot about some of the jittery nature that a lot of new authors will have when it comes to their works. A lot of times it's extremely challenging for them to just stand confidently in the truth of whatever it is that they want to share. And I think that there's a, there's a vulnerability that comes with that. And, and, and I can say, it's not that I think, I know for me that every author is different. And, and when I'm coaching and ghost writing, and uh, sometimes I'm actually writing works for people, other times I'm just supporting them. As I mentioned many times on the show before, I have a blueprint that I uh, create for folks that is phenomenal. And I, you know, all praises to y'all on that one. <laughs> you know, I, I love, love the secret sauce that he has given Taralyn for what it is that she does. Because just being able to share that with people and see the way in which it frees them and, and just unravels the ball of yarn in their mind and in their heart when it comes to putting themselves out there. I just love it, love it, love it. But anyway, you know, getting to that space where it's time to put that work out there this is a challenge not only because of the vulnerability but because there are not a lot of folks who at the time they take and decide that hey this is a journey that i want to go on especially when you're new to it they don't know 
how to take the time of processing, creating roots for what it is that they want to share. So if you're starting the creation process and it's a shaky process at the beginning, as you start to go through the process and it starts to build and it starts to grow and it wasn't rooted on good soil, then it'll fall away. Similarly to just our journey within our life as the parable in Matthew uh, chapter 13 speaks of. It's, it's going to be hard for us to truly be able to stand steadfast in our faith if there are no roots that have been built from the beginning. And that's the thing. I think that, uh, as I talked about in the intro, it's one thing to take stock in soil. It's, you know, that, that superficial planting. But to be rooted is something completely and totally different. So within the context of creation, content creation, for prospective authors out there, and not just authors, again, I always, these concepts, I always liken them to anyone who's creating content in any vein. You know, writing is just one thing. There are whole lots of different ways that we do that now. And especially when you're coming from a space where the content that you're sharing is an extension of yourself that has to do with your spirituality. One of the things to keep in mind is that creating that space of clarity and truth for what it is that you're doing and becoming married to that truth. And then even in the face of the challenges that may come with trying to birth this project into fruition, just committing to showing up consistently and whatever that may mean for you. When I'm dealing with clients, the first thing that we do before we even get into work is create a schedule of consistency for when we're going to meet uh, the different interviews and things that, that I need to do. The creation process for me along with the author as well as them approving certain aspects of the project as we progress. All of these things are thought out and put there at the forefront before we begin anything. So the consistency is already there. The commitment to showing up and showing up in a specific way, intentionally and on purpose is there. So then as we go through the process, it's not just working through the material, but it's also creating a flow that becomes a part of what it is that that author is doing. And when you have that flow and when you have that creative space that becomes a part of your everyday schedule or however you do your thing every week, when your mind and body becomes used to shutting itself off from other things and connecting to this thing, that consistency helps to build momentum. Momentum that leads you to motivation. The motivation that leads you to passion, the passion that leads you to this overflow of ideas and this creative fire that starts to burn. And then not just that creative fire that starts to burn, once that fire starts to burn and you, you have all of these different ideas that start to flood in, I mean, to the point where <laughs> it may be difficult to sort through, wait a minute, this was the trajectory that I had. And then, you know, now I got all this other stuff coming in, but I, I just have to say, you know, if you're working with me, you won't have that problem <laughs> because the project begins with us defining and refining the scope of what's going to be done. But anyway, as those things 
start to flood in. It's amazing how once you become that thing and become rooted in it, you start to attract different people who have a space within their identity that resonates with your work, that resonates with what it is that you're doing. And mind you, this is even before you're, you've released the project. You're just in the creative process. But why is this important? It's important because whenever we're in the process of creating something that is an extension of who we are, it is human nature to want to attract your tribe and people who can relate to what it is that you're doing. When you have people who are relating to what it is that you're doing, then it helps you as you create your content to be able to make that specific, to hone it with specificity to people who are connected to and can relate to what it is that you're doing. So this process of being rooted, not just spiritually within our lives, but in anything that we're doing is so very important because that helps to keep us from going astray when we run across folks who our work does not resonate with or maybe just because it's Wednesday and that's what they do. They wanna bring opposition to you about what it is that you do. Won't matter. So back to Everett. I gotta get back to Everett just for a minute because when he had a lot of the different negative groups uh, coming at him because of the, Everett has a confidence, a confidence and a clarity about what he believes. And it's not just about what Everett believes, it's what Yahweh has revealed to him. What he knows unequivocally, without a doubt, is 100% not only Yahweh's truth, but the way in which he presents it. It's a truth that he is one with. And so he just cannot be shaken. I think that experiencing him in that vein was so very important, especially when it comes to putting content out there that is kingdom building, that's giving people who are looking for something, who are lacking a space of understanding and connection. You're giving them the peace that they may be missing. If they're hungry for something, then you're putting it out there to feed them. And that's how I liken a lot of the, the work um, that I come across with prospective authors and some established authors. These things are more than just pieces that someone's going to just read for nothing. No, 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 no. There's so much more depth to this work than um, what they even realize sometimes at the time. So anyway, Everett standing that way and when he was challenged, they actually made like a two hour video talking about why he should keep his mouth shut. He made a response saying why he shouldn't keep his mouth shut and use scripture and love toward these brothers. He's not somebody who's gonna talk negative and, 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 and that kind of thing. But the way in which he responded completely and totally dismantled and disarmed that negativity. I'm just gonna go ahead and put it out there. It just disarmed that, that evil. That's exactly what it did. And so the reason why I bring this up is because I think with social media, I think that a lot of the different negative banter that we come across is, is normalized. It's like just a part of the culture and how we communicate with each other. It's expected 
in a lot of forums and platforms so much so that it's tolerated in ways that I just I personally think that it shouldn't be I, I, I try to you know stay away from situations where it's that type of energy of course that's not realistic we can't avoid it especially when you have any type of public persona those things kind of come with it but Everett's position and the way in which he addressed it is so very important because it was a physical representation of what it means to be rooted and to be led by the spirit first. It's hard to be rooted when we're led carnally, but when we allow ourselves to be led spiritually, then it's so much easier because when people come to try to uproot you, the Holy Spirit's going to tell you what you need to say and how you need to respond to that thing. Or even if a response is merited. You know, why am I talking about this in terms of content creation for authors? Terrell, what the freaking heck? What's going on? I'm talking about this because it is troubling to me how much time is spent by creatives, including myself, because even though I don't have this issue when it comes to writing anymore, I remember like yesterday what it felt like to put the ultimate releases manuscript together. I remember what that process was like. And I remember handing that manuscript off to the editor and feeling my stomach like fall through my body down to my feet <laughs> because of my nerves. It was like once the editor had that manuscript, my mind was going a million miles a minute with well, what I should have done, what I could have done, what well, should I have centered that, maybe this should go out, blah, blah, blah. And all of those things are normal and that's fine. The thing is that from a professional standpoint and one who just gets to bask in the glory of so many amazing gifts and stories, it hurts my soul to see that space actually either hold somebody back or make them water down who they are and what they have to bring to the table. And so it is vital to me to help anyone that I'm working with or anyone that's listening to this show that within, that is within the sound of my voice <laughs> to create a center, a space of rooting in their work and what it is that they're doing because it's that important it is that important for your story, your thoughts, your food for the kingdom and for the masses to be put out there for someone to laugh, to gravitate toward and grab onto and to be changed by having it. Even if you're not made privy to that change, because there are a lot of people who've experienced my work in a lot of different ways and, and I'm not aware of it. These are not people who have actually reached out to me and said, well, hey, they may not have left a review. I, I, I might not be aware of them. But when I did the um, Kept Woman of God conference last year, there were several women who were a part of a, of a uh, spa retreat that I had done a couple years before that. A few, I think it was probably three years before that, that came up to me. And they, I don't know if you remember me or not, but I came to the retreat and I met you there. And it was then that I was able to be connected to how my presence and what it is that I do added some value to their life. So much so that 
when they heard that I was going to be presenting at this event, they made it a point to come out. I was one of the people that they wanted to see. But prior to that moment, I hadn't had any idea that what I did resonated with those women who had seen me a few years prior and came back to see me there. The same thing is true with your work. Your work is going to mean something so much bigger than you. And in whatever, again, whatever vein you're creating and you're contemplating sharing, so much bigger than you. And so establishing those roots in your work begins with establishing roots in your life, what it is that you believe in. Are you allowing Yahweh to lead you in spirit toward who he wants you to be so that that could be magnified in the work that you want to put forward. All right. All right. Well, that is it <laughs> for content today. Y'all already know I could say so much more about this and actually I plan on it. I, I want to, um, well, I'm not going to go there because I'll be speaking too soon. I'll just say that Remember this conversation on rooting because this is just the beginning. I'm just scratching the surface. This was um, something that after talking to Everett last night and over the last couple days of um, experiencing some of the, the new things that he's doing, it, it brought this conversation to mind. And I definitely wanted to make sure that I share it with you. So I will have another conversation about this. It'll be a little bit more in depth than, than what I need, uh, than what I did tonight. But just know that, A, <laughs> you don't have time to waste on worrying about the little things because those, those feelings that come up when we're putting something that's, that's um, so near and dear to our heart out there, those feelings that come up, it's just a part of the process. But know that those feelings present an opportunity for you to learn something more about you not only in the vein of what you're creating but also who you are in spirit and why you were equipped with what it is that you have to bring forth what you're bringing forth so <laughs> i don't know y'all just wait y'all just wait for it if you're not following me. I don't know what's wrong with you. You should be. <laughs> you can go to thegrinddefined.com and click on feed so that you can follow me. You can, of course, search The Grind Defined in any major platform that there is. Yo, I got to say to you guys again, thank you so much for making The Grind Defined in the top 5% globally. I was blown away when I found that out, you know, and it's all because of you guys. You know, it, it just... It feels amazing to be able to be a small entity in oh, man, podcasting realm is, is huge. We're top 5%. I think it was out of uh, 2.8 million or something like that. There's a lot of them out there. So I'm, I'm a small fish in a big pond. I don't mind that. But just the fact that what I'm doing is making a difference for folks who listen. That's all that matters to me. No matter what, always define your grind and never let the grind define you. Until next time, Terrell and Michelle here. Peace and abundant blessings. Thank you.